0: Thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Andrew Petcash of the Petcash Pod. Another great week throughout the sports world. Um, I guess we'll call it the business of sports world or business of athletes as I mostly focus on as I would say that's my niche, which encompasses NIL, endorsements, contracts, investments, etc. But a few quick housekeeping items. Number one, I'm gonna continue to do these weekly roundups. I think it's good for everyone just to get a scope of like what's going on beyond what I'm just writing about. And also for me to be able to break things that do- break things down a little further through speech. And then on top of that, I am currently building out a new website. So currently everything is set up through Substack, which is great for email distribution, etc. But it's not great for SEO and being visible on the web, meaning Google, Bing, etc. So I'm building that out currently. I'm going to add some cool things in. Uh, based on all my topics, including job boards, investment stuff, and just all my content housed there. And with that said, also some interviews, I want to start getting in interviewing some companies, uh, that are doing really cool things in the space, and then also some pro athletes, like I've mentioned before. So that is all in the works. I also have a TikTok and Instagram account uh, coming underway soon as well as I recently hired two research assistants, which will be great. But anyway, let's jump right into it today. Feel good sports stories. We've got two of them. The first being Draymond Green, who is currently uh, playing for the Golden State Warriors in the NBA in the finals. He donated $100,000 to basically a charity slash foundation in honor of his former teammate Adrian Payne that uh, unfortunately passed away recently. And the second feel good sports story, we're about little over 90 days away from the NFL season. And the uh, this so recently, there's a new fund and um, grants with the NFL, and they're going to be giving out a 10 year promise of 250 million. And this is all in education, economic advancement, police community relations and criminal justice reform. So cool to see that. And right away, we'll head over to NIL slash college sports. The first being Miami punter Lou Headley. He, uh, he's from Australia originally. It's actually a crazy story. I, I should probably write something about it. It's super interesting. But he's actually like 28 years old. He's the punter for the college Miami U and Florida team. And he owned like a tattoo shop. He's, he's completely tatted. But as many of you know, NIL isn't allowed for international athletes. Um, I mean, there have been a few interesting examples like Oscar Tashibwe, who's from the Congo, somehow gets granted access to do deals um, because they're super large. It's like $2 million. And he was working right in line with uh, con- basically politicians, like big-time politicians in Kentucky. So like anything, there's even politics in NIL and college sports. So, but, but back to kind of the point I was making is he flew home 13,000 miles from Florida to Australia to finally cash in on some NIL deals back home. So he's working with some shops and then also Life Wallet Who's run by John Ruiz in um, the collective there in Miami U. They basically now they can pay him, so he had to fly all the way home. But now LifeWalt Vault can say, "Hey, we're doing a deal," and then he just has to post it like while he's in Australia. So the main theme of the story is that a lot of these international, basically laws forbidding NIL for college athletes are absolutely ridiculous. Like I don't know why we can't just enable that for all of them. I mean, it, it makes, honestly, n- zero sense, and it's, it's all about around visas and being able to stay, And um, but, but anyway, cool to see Headley and a few other international athletes going back home this summer and being able to sign some NIL deals. Uh, the, one of the top deals of this past week, the world's number one amateur golfer, Rose Zhang, she became the first student athlete to sign an NIL endorsement with Adidas, so she'll be repping them. Um, which is which is actually interesting because she goes to Stanford. And you might remember a few weeks ago that there were other Stanford golfers that signed with Nike. So I, I don't know. I, so I know Stanford like overall is sponsored by Nike, but maybe for golf they're not. So they can have Adidas, Nike. I mean, usually teams like the, everyone wears the same thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But, but that's cool to see Adidas get in the game and, and women's golfer Rose Zhang be the beneficiary of that. Uh, one of the, the main NIL stories this past week that came out, a lot of the main uh, cover media sites were covering it, is that Ohio State football coach Ryan Day came out, and when he was speaking to 100 members of the Columbus business community, he said he believes it will take $13 million to keep the Buckeyes roster intact, and basically they're all one phone call away from leaving um, and, and I believe thirteen million, super reasonable. I actually think it's going to be more than that, based on like Texas A&M, the all the speculation, which smoke, fire, probably thirty million dollars for their roster this last year. I think that that makes a lot more sense. I mean, look, you look at the NFL. There's guys getting thirty million dollars themselves. So I don't think it's unrealistic at all for some of these top end college teams, especially Ohio State, Alabama. Um, you know, Clemson, teams that are always in it to, uh, to, to be in that $30 million range. But 13, good start. But it kind of goes back to why are we having this whole collective? The money, we should just centralize it through the schools themselves where Ohio State, they can still raise the money and distribute it and figure out, you know, who gets paid what. And players can still do like true endorsement deals with companies, not these, you know, collectives that we had to create this whole loophole to basically make them legal. Um, but yeah, $13 million, I mean, he came out and said it, I believe that's accurate. And uh, if, if you break down, you know, like a 100, 100-man 100 roster, that's, you know, significant money. And then another college sports story, not not quite related to NIL, but a little bit, is the Big 12 Conference will distribute a record $426 million It's 10 member institutions this year, which is comes out to a little under 43 million dollars per school, and it's a 20% increase over last year. So, there we we all know this there's big money in college sports, it's uh, especially with NIL now, it's really going to rival. I mean, we're we're really seeing it in college basketball where some of these guys, you know, they're on the fence, like they, they might be okay NBA players, they might not even make it just based on how they. Their, their game and their physical measurables. Um, you got guys like Caleb Love and Drew Timmy of Gonzaga, Oscar of Kentucky, coming back and taking huge NIL deals to make most of their money there. And uh, these schools, you know, they get massive amounts from their media deals and, and et cetera. So hopefully, even tying it into the Ohio State story with Ryan Day saying they need $13 million, just bring it in-house, have the schools, um, you know, pay them just like they have no problem paying coaches $10 million a year. They should have no problem paying, you know, their top players a couple million a year and, and then going down through taking a look at the business of athletes from this last week. First major story. Um, and Well, it's actually two stories, but we'll tie it into one is Kanye West on the sports, um, which initially started out as a prep school basketball team and, and still is, but it's now expanding. They uh, signed Aaron Donald, who's Quite possibly the best player in the NFL, and then also Jalen Brown, who's currently playing for the Celtics in the NBA Finals, to their agency. So we're and also Naomi Osaka, a couple weeks ago started her own. So I think we're starting to see a major shift um, in the agency world as they're aligning less with like big the big corporations and these massive, and more so with individuals or their own. Um, And uh, that's that's the power of the athlete influencer. I think this topic is going to continue to really increase. And that's why I love to to kind of be at the forefront covering all of it. Another huge story out of golf, Dustin Johnson, he was, you know, he's been one of the top players in the world for several years. Well, anyway, the live tour, which you might be familiar. It's Greg Norman and the Saudis. They're basically trying to compete with the PGA tour and they, uh, they have the have eight live events this year with the total prize money of 255 million, um, and, and they're trying to weigh out pay what the PGA does. And, and there's been whole things where Greg Norman's like, "Hey, this isn't there's isn't a monopoly on this. You know, the players aren't under any obligation to only play in the PGA Tour." And uh, he said that after the PGA Tour wouldn't work with him, and also said any players that join Live the Live Golf League will be banned. Well, anyway, Dustin Johnson, he's getting paid $125 million um, from from live, uh, this new golf league, to come join. And, and I mean, that's that's the reality. That's, that's like a contract, right? A lot of golf is, you, you might get some endorsement money, but a lot of it is you have to go win tournaments to get paid. So when you can get paid just $125 million to come join a league and still have the possibility to win events and get purse prizes... Um, which most of them in live are around $25 million a piece. Uh, You know, why not do that? I think we're going to see more players, especially younger ones, head over there. Uh, And and it's going to be interesting to see what the PGA does because if they start to lose some players, um, it not only dilutes their league a little, but it forces their hand to maybe pay some more. I think this is a super interesting development that it has gone under the radar radar a little bit. But uh, speaking of big money, LeBron James... Apparently, thanks to uh, his film, film company deal, Spring Hill, he's selling a stake in that. He has now become the first NBA player to be an actual active billionaire. So, props to him. I have more content on some of his investments and cool business stuff. But he's uh, LeBron. I know people give him a lot of heat, but he has done some incredible things on and off the court. So, props to him. Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, and Carmelo Anthony—they're all real big into wine. And Carmelo Anthony, this uh, this past week, is launching his own label, Seventh Estate, and uh, it's going to be through his uh, first release, Oath of Fidelity, later this year. So, tons of tons of athletes getting into the wine business. I'm actually, going to write a greater in-depth piece on that. It's super interesting to see them all heading over there. So, capping off the week with the major sports business slash technology stories, Callaway, they are partnering with LinkStyle, Um, LinksDAO, which you might be uh, familiar with, is also associated with Steph and Seth Curry. And they're basically a web three company that you, you buy in through an NFT and you can get access to all these events and exclusive deals um, for being a member. So it's like, think about being like a worldwide or we'll say us based now, uh, country club member, um, based on their events. So cool. Cool. I mean, we're, it's this whole new web three world. I know we talk about it a lot and people are unsure and it's been dipping lately, but I mean, everything's been dipping lately in the market. Um, there, there is some real value, and this is a super cool idea. And obviously Steph Curry and Callaway, um, who also owns Topgolf are, uh, you know, they're seeing the advantage or the the benefits of link So it'd be cool to see what happens out of that. American um American firm Redbird Capital, huge investment firm, they uh they made an investment in in AC Milan, the European soccer club this past week. They're also an investor in the Fenway Sports Group, which owns Liverpool. So, big money being thrown around sports teams these days as we all know. A report came out this past week from consultancy firm IEG and it's sponsorship intelligence database. And it said that in the NBA this past year, sponsorship revenue rose 12.5% to a record $1.64 billion. Um, this total is up 90% from five years ago, which is incredible. And a lot of this is in thanks to crypto um, crypto. We'll, we'll start a lot of it's in thanks to crypto with 70% of the new money coming from there. And mostly five brands, crypto.com, Weeble, Coinbase, FTX, and Socios. But uh, on top of that, beer, insurance, gaming, automotive, retail, they're all still committing over $100 million a year. Technology companies, nearly $200 million a year. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, big money in professional sports these days, as we all know, um, which which is awesome. It's good for the players, for sure. And uh Comparing it to other leagues, the NFL did about $1.8 billion in sponsorships last year. That will be $1.13 billion. So the NBA uh, nearing the top. But anyway, that was all I have for this week. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to always email me. Reach out to me on Twitter. I answer everybody. Always, always love meeting new people. There's, there's always cool ways to uh, find synergies and stuff we're doing. But have a good rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Peace.